you are listening to the BBC. So you kind of want everything to blend. That's all graffiti shit. Yeah, I think once you, um, you know, the the your your family's large, man. Yeah, yeah. You have a large family, and you know that house probably was only for three people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then we got two fucking dogs too and shit. Oh man, it's bananas. Nuts, man. Well, we're over bananas. here. This is the beat exchange, the revamp. Yeah, we're missing one. We're missing one. He who will not be named. <laughs> he who will not be named is no longer joining us. He thinks he could just chime on in whenever he wants to and not put in this grind. <laughs> Coming in whenever he wants to. But unfortunately, that will not be. <laughs> that will not be the case. All right. So this is the beat. Of uh, we are here. We are here. We are here. I'll probably, you know, erase the whole. Sure. On half of that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like talking home improvement and shit. Well, I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with home improvement and shit like that. Um, we're old. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're here. We're we're here in, in Charlie's Queer. And I don't know. I want, <laughs> I want he, to go. He loves home decor. I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did send that to you, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Dude, you know, I would. Up. Dude, that was like 20 years of research. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. finally figured out that it was fucking Chris Kattan. The yeah. whole time I thought it was. But he was making fun of that dude. What was the guy? The Chris, guy? Chris Lowell. Yeah. What happened oh. to that guy? Uh, I think he got hit with a case. Really? Yeah, a long time ago. Over no way. I think I might be making that up. I might be making that up. The fucking. Dude, the, speak- the world's changing. Yeah. World's changing. Dude. Oh yeah, it's always changing. We got things, we got things happening, man. We got we got the Dalai Lama sucking tongues. <laughs> yeah, you hit me up about that, huh? Yeah. I was like I was like, Charlie, man, what the f- Dude, I, you're you're like the fourth person that sent me that shit. That well, brought it up. Well, yeah, like because I would tell people, I was like, I would tell people, no, I'm good. I was I, my family was blessed by the Dalai Lama. Yeah, 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 tell that yeah. story that my mom, the Dalai Lama was staying at the Fairmont one day, and then uh, she works there, and she walked into this place, and they were all having like a meeting, and then or something. There were like people it was in a kind of like an event, and my mom walked into the wrong door or something, and it was the Dalai Lama, and my mom was like, "What the hell?" She didn't know who it was, and the. And the Dalai Lama, and they were like, oh, what are you doing here? And then the Dalai Lama was like, hi. And then just kind of like did this blessing thing, right? And my mom was like, oh, that's weird. Who the hell is this dude, right? And then my mom later on was like, oh, it's some Asian guy uh, tapped me on the head, you know? <laughs> it was someone important, some Buddhist monk or something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she, she has a, a, a friend from Nepal. Right. And Nepal is right next to Tibet. And she told him, she told her that story. And then he was like, Oh my God, you got the Dalai Lama. And she goes, You know, you're blessed. Right. So by proxy, I'm, I'm blessed too. 
And I would just tell people that shit. Like, no, 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 no. The Dalai Lama blessed the family, so I'm good. I don't have to worry about that shit, right? Like, people trying to give you the maluk or the evil eye and shit. I'm like, no, no, Dalai Lama got me. And then this shit came out. People fucking said to me this thing because I told people that story. They're like, hey, man, what's up with the Dalai Lama? You owe me sucking tongues, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I had to read it. I was like, what's going on? I was like, man, I don't know. Is he a perv? Maybe. Right. But um, and for those who don't know, some kid came up to him and uh, I didn't read anything into it. I just saw okay. the photograph. Do you know do you know what why he's important, though? I, I, I know people view him as important. I thought he was like a Gandhi type of figure or Mother Teresa, like he was just a good guy. No. Well, OK, so, yeah, in a way, but the story goes um seven years in tibet is based on that okay. the movie on naming a dalai lama no the whole dalai lama that had to escape right so the dalai lama is reincarnated okay right? so there's many dalai lamas right and so that's this what I, that's what I, that's what i said so the dalai lama is just like an entity of sorts he it, it's like a monarchy okay. in tibet they had a monarchy before and it was like a monarchy of monks right and they were the leader the spiritual leader of that country right and it was like a forbidden country and so what happened when the dalai lama this dalai lama was young the chinese invaded right and he had to flee right so he fled to india and he became like exiled from his country and then all these people come in and you know he has just you know he has his you know the people that come look for him and stuff so and you know he studied you know the whole buddhism and he wrote books and whatnot and you know he lived in india prior to a happy person and and you know so he's like a reincarnated of uh uh all the the monks that came before him that were important and the way they figure out who how they determine they go look for him right the the certain certain uh important i guess other monks who are in charge of that go look for him and they have his things and then that that kid when they find them has to select the things that actually belong to the dalai lama and they follow some type of i want to say it's some type of astrology or some shit to figure out when that kid was born to understand if he was reincarnated right it's crazy there's a movie called um the empty man Uh uh-huh and it it takes place that there's a in Tibet, and mm-hmm. these kids go out there searching, right? Yeah. They're doing a, 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 just a young a young set of white children go out, not children, but a young adult. Mm-hmm. They go out to these mountains to go look, you know, wander, explore, and then come across a cave. And the cave happened to be the home of some sort of statue or something like that. Okay. It jumped into this person. Right. And it pretty much made him, it took over him. And when he came back, they, 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 he turned, he pretty much got in a comatose, if you will, in a coma. Uh huh. And, you know, people began to worship him. Ah. a sense that he was what they were calling the empty man mm. and it had this whole mythology behind it but when you first watch the movie there's a horror movie 
uh, in a way, in a way, it's just a, 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 I guess, yeah, it was more of a thriller of sorts, you know what I mean? Mystery thriller. Oh, okay. You don't really know what's going on. Like when you first watch the movie, yeah, you're thinking, man, this is like some, some, some slender man shit. You know what I mean? This is some bullshit. But as the movie goes on, you're like, oh, damn, this is way, this is way deeper than I thought. Uh-huh. It's not no superficial like woogie boogie shit. It's it's like a whole conspiracy network of people that believe. Yeah. Oh movies. yeah, you'd be surprised. Like that whole reincarnation thing. Yeah, there, was a, there was a guy. There was a guy who said that I forgot what his name was, but I think he was a mathematician and and said how it mathematically wouldn't work reincarnation. <laughs> but then I'm like, that's to say. There's not that many people on the, I guess, for the people who have died. I don't know. I can't even explain it. I'm just, I, got, I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe. But yeah, oh, so the yeah, and so the Dalai Lama, you know, he he's a spiritual leader and all this stuff. And then it, that thing came out where the kid came up to him and then the he, he gave the kid a hug and then the kid gave him a kiss on the cheek. And then he said, how about you uh, suck on my tongue and stuck his tongue out? Right now, now, who who did they record him saying that? I think so. Okay, because like if if we're just going off of what like to me when I looked at the image, mm-hmm. it just looked like he was making a face towards a kid. Like you right, know, right, yeah. Still, you stick your tongue out at a kid. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what it looked like to me. Right. But if he's really said, he said that. Yeah, it was like on my tongue. Or something like that. Yeah. Or did the little boy go back to say, hey, mom, this motherfucker just told me that he wanted me to suck on his tongue. Oh, holy. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, he's sticking his tongue out and it's a, it, he's not sticking his tongue out sexually. Yeah, not at all. It's just you know? like in a U shape. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, right. And then I was like, I don't know. He, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't deny it either. He I mean, said if, he said, yeah, if you're if you're if it's nothing, if there's nothing with ill intent there. Yeah. Then why would you deny it? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was just kidding. But <laughs> suck on my tongue. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How, and the mother, he has to be like 90, right? 80, 90. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you imagine, I don't know if he was really a pedophile, then I think they would have caught him because, I mean, there's a lot of people like. Yeah. uh they can make a lot of money off of that, or like you know, chi- the Chinese, for example, yeah, they, they would have conspiracy. Yeah, they, yeah, they would have been trying to get at them for forever. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, just like how the the United States try to take down Muslim leaders hella quick. You know what I mean? You think if your enemy, if your enemy's number one religion or their number one, you know, deity or whatever they fucking want to call it. Uh, you're gonna try to to bring that down. I think the CIA helped him escape Tibet as well. What did they have in the game? Uh, the whole Chinese thing. You hey, know? Did you see that dude from El Salvador that got arrested? Which dude? So one of the it's funny. So I'm talking to my stepdad. Right, he was. We were talking about um, the president over there. No, no, no. We were talking about uh, uh, Kelly. One of the things that no, the 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 things that were happening 
prior to him leaving? What caused him to leave El Salvador, right? Because oh, was, back in the days, days, yeah. So he was in the military, right? He was right. a young man. He said they they plucked him out, yeah, fourteen years old, and he was he was carrying a gun since, and um, he was just telling me stories, you know, things that that were very bothersome to him. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So he's telling me all these things. And so then this week, uh, oh, I happened to this, the, was it last year? Last year, I think I, I caught a, 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 what's that channel, that channel nine show that they be breaking down documentaries, but they're hella short. Ooh, channel nine show. Uh, um, it's like little small exposés. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, supernova? close nova. Okay. It nova. Is nova it is nova yeah 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 so it's one of those the fl uh, uh front line front line yeah they did a small segment on the anniversary of the uh big massacre that happened over there with the nuns uh probably oh, yeah. something happened in 1981. okay yeah yeah it was a something nun. happened there was it was like a whole town that got wiped out pretty much right um and you know, like he was, uh, I was, you know, talking to him. And he was telling me stuff prior to like all that to that happen because he was gone by then. Mm. He had to, he had to dip out by then. But uh, he was like, "Yeah, dude, like every there was there was way more than that." Oh yeah, there was way more than that. He was like, "There's airfields that have hundreds of bodies underneath them, like there's." <laughs> towns towns of people that are completely cemented over mm -hmm. and, and they're never gonna uh talk about that or or um and you know you know when somebody's telling you a story it it hits them when you know you hear their voice, voice yeah. yeah you hear that that's you know that's something i didn't dig any more further than that because i'm like i'm not gonna do that um but I uh, so this week uh, I was looking at a, a headline that I think St. Kofa posted. It was on Democracy Now or some shit like. Oh, that. okay. And uh, one of the generals from back then got arrested in the United States. Yeah, in Miami, I bet. I, I didn't see. They this. all go to Miami. <laughs> oh, it's probably somewhere down in the southern areas, right? But yeah, they they caught him and there he's being held uh, for those war crimes. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, like, I mean, the U.S. I, I don't, yeah, like, like, let's be real. You're like, like the school of the Americas, you know. Yeah, dude, that's all that. You know, like all that. He went, he went to all that. He went to Georgia. He he was doing all that shit. Like, he was one of the the when the Green Berets were training them people to jump out of planes and shit like that. He was he was all up in it. And he was like, he, I told him the name and he was like, he was that motherfucker did hella shit. Mm. He was like, that motherfucker was known for shit. Yeah. So, but I'm like, but once they send them, like he's here, if they punish him here, I don't know if they send him back. Maybe it's going to happen. Maybe because you've been paying attention to what's going on in El Salvador. Nah, not really, man. I, I've. They well, okay. Well, border, I could care safe, about safest country in Central America. 
You know, that could be very skewed, though, because no, they, they, they about they, Japan, too. But it's because they they categorize their crimes differently now. No, no. It was the murder capital mm-hmm. of Central America. Right. El Salvador was like horrible. Right. It should drop by like 90 percent because of what the president was doing and everybody, you know, and, and people have gone down there and he's welcomed people. The guy's a, a, a young dude. Palestinian cat, He's right? That changed the money to Bitcoin. And yeah, I think so. Sometimes or they, they use some type of currency like that. And then um, pretty much build like this maximum prison. The problem is that, of course, some people are, it's like a witch hunt, kind of like your neighbor could say, oh, he's a gangbanger. And then the, the, the authorities come in, put you in jail for, for, and then they starve you in jail. That's what he said when when the, the shit was happening. There was like a, a crazy murder. I think a couple of years back, like like uh, like a bus full of people or something like that got killed. And he was like, "Okay," he goes, "This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna starve every Marasala Trucha gangbanger who was in the prison. If there's another murder, let's see how the homeboys do it now. Let's see. Let's see how much they care on the outside." He goes, "You guys do that." no one's eating and he just started like doing all this just rounding up anybody who has tattoos and shit yeah. put them in prison where people the gangbangers were like burning off their tattoos bleaching them off and shit like that right and uh that shit dropped the crime the, the, the and the thing is that a lot of like journalists from here who are like you know the npr folks a lot of liberal people they're saying they're complaining about it like no these are you know you know, you know, what's it called? Uh, the rights against humanity, you know, all those people, right? They're like, they're like, you know, talking about, you know, how it's fucked up and shit. But the people of El Salvador, they're like, no, good. <laughs> Fucking, you know, even some of the people who they interviewed that their kids were, in, that were in prison, like, or relatives are in prison, but they weren't gangbangers. They're like, I'm glad that he's doing that. But at the same time, I want them to put the the gangbangers in prison, but the innocent people, what about them? That's the dilemma. And they're like, do we have to? We just don't know. So we have to round up whoever we can to make this country how it is, you know? And that shit dropped. Shit dropped. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that how long uh they could sustain that kind of shit. Cause at that point in time you're your government changes at that point right yeah the the he has the he's like the people love him there well you love and then you find out well that's the thing is like this that's the thing is like the people they're interviewing right they're all like no he's great right they're like he's great yeah every people thought hitler was great too until yeah i wouldn't put him up there though I'm because, just saying. I'm just saying. A dictator does what a dictator do. There's patterns, as yeah. we know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but how do you deal with gangsters, though? You know what oh, I mean? I, I'm not saying it's wrong. I I really have no skin in the game. You know, yeah. what I mean? like I anything south of the border, hey man, y'all handled y'all y'all shit, man. Yeah, he's like, uh, if you, it's he's pretty. You know, he reminds me of like how Hugo Chavez was, right? But the thing about this cat, though, 
like he's calling out like the the people on the right and the communists on the left and how they fucked everything up right they were like no look what they did i'm bringing you schools i'm bringing you this i'm bringing you industry you know he goes these assholes want us fighting and shit so i'm like it's pretty unique because you know how i follow this shit and i never i haven't seen a leader like that who is like more like yes a dictator but more of like socialist no not even he's like like a like not not a socialist he's like a centrist but he he has like like uh you know he's just like a rational person but then he's like a heavy-handed like no we're not doing this gang shit yeah fuck you i'm putting everything you know, I help mean, yeah i mean i guess if, so, it, if no it we'll helps, see how it goes if it helps companies and uh uh businesses to go down there and invest in that country then that's a good that's probably what he's doing it for of course they should and that's why i don't i don't understand like shit countries like north korea yeah right it's like why don't you just set it up for like tourism and i mean you're you're already in the bottom but start you, from scratch but, yeah but if you do that then you 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 have people questioning the kims of course they're not gonna they can't they're so they're gonna they're gonna hold on but yeah, I know, but you're already killing folks, right? You're already killing folks. You already got the power, but why not like, you know, like, I guess like this, from from all the history that I, I've studied, right? Everybody does shit just for the power, right? And it doesn't last. No, very It doesn't short. last. It's a very, uh, uh, hot, very hot burning torch. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you have to kind of like, uh, what if you just innovated created something totally new like have more of an engineer type of mind instead of just oh i'm just greed right it's like but you're thinking in a logical sense right Right. kim these kims are not gonna do that right you if you're talking about like maybe the dude in el salvador might do that Mm -hmm. that might be his end game either way it's gonna end more than likely in a way that we're that, that everybody's gonna be like, well, same old story is gonna be told. Because when a person gets in control, mm-hmm. inevitably, either internally or externally, yeah, somebody is gonna that person's gonna get taken out. Somehow, yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's a you know that but that's what I'm saying. Like in, in the North Korea case, it's like a family dynasty. It's like you guys doing the same shit over and over again like why not innovate it was like nuclear power and shit like that innovate on that shit and then make the world look the rest of the world look stupid isn't that what china does though you see that's the the, i'm glad china China. you see what they're doing they're fucking what they do is in they're investing in all these countries that's how they're getting power number one and like the U.S. instead of what the U.S. does is the stable power, and the Chinese are investing in it. So, like South Africa, or I mean, not not South Africa, but I forget what countries in Africa. But they, of course, they have to give up something, right? They're giving up mining rights. But I mean, but they're investing in roads and bringing in Chinese engineers and shit like that. It's like a long game, and the the U.S. doesn't do that shit. We like, hey, let's put a puppet 
ruler in there and just take maintain well we're the spenders right so, so, so yeah so so if we're not spending that's probably the only thing that'll protect us <laughs> because you know if they take us down too far who's gonna buy this shit you know maybe all maybe maybe everybody from saudi arabia and shit like that but they're they're you know i mean, I mean we're we're the bigger we're the biggest consumers everywhere of everything like the fact that china brokered a deal between Yemen and Saudi Arabia and ended, I mean, in Yemen and Saudi Arabia, I think they ended the war. That's like Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. And now, and then, and then now that Saudi Arabia is like, through China is, is like kind of doing business now with Iran too. I'm like, fuck dude, it's, it's, When I I was listening to um, when I was listening to the Iran Contra uh, this podcast that broke down that whole um, that whole saga Mm -hmm. during the Ronald administration, the Reagan administration, it 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 seemed like they were always (laughs) they were always doing business with each other, right? Mm -hmm. All those countries. We're always doing business with each other, mm-hmm. but there were always just one statement away, or yeah. one backhanded compliment away from just ending it all. <laughs> you know right. Because they were they were talking about that there was a shipment of missiles that 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 the United States purchased from one country and had them funnel it over to the other country. And the deal was that they were going to give them these missiles. The United States was going to provide these missiles. One country was going to buy them. The, the, their friend country was going to buy them. I think it was Israel. Yeah. And, and they were supposed to sell it to their enemies, whoever the fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, when the Israelis was going to sell it over to the other people, they on the boxes or on the missiles, they had messages. They all, they had the star of David on them. Oh shit. And of course they took it that as an insult. They killed the deal. Yeah. Like fuck. They said, fuck that. We ain't buying these things. (laughs) And so then the United States was like sitting there like, yo bro, you were supposed to seal this deal so we could send that money. You were supposed to send that money to Guatemala. Right, you know what I mean. Just Guatemala, Nicaragua, same difference. Uh, so uh, you were supposed to send that money uh, down there. You uh-huh. know what I mean. So, so it, so it made the it made the Reagan administration have to shuffle, have to get money, have to do other things, and then they had to hide their deal like in three different countries. Yeah, and when you find out this, when you find this chain, and how far removed Reagan possibly was. Oh yeah. Or it, he probably knew a certain part of it, but didn't want to know the details to protect himself, right? Right, right, right. And then when he got fed the details, he was like, what the fuck? What have you guys been doing? How much coke? <laughs> you know, that, all that kind of shit. Like, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't need it. He's like sitting in this office. La, 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 la. Yeah. I don't want to hear this. Like, How many kilos? So, so they're talking of they're talking about that he didn't he didn't know no up until the time that they were the, that the press was 
telling him about it. And, he, and someone in the back was whispering in his ear, yeah, bro, we did that. You know what I'm saying? Remember I had that conversation with you last month? He was like, oh, shit. Was I getting my dick sucked? Yeah, dude. So, so like, yeah, truly how, yeah. how disconnected the president has to be yeah. to protect themselves. Not only that, you have different, like, uh, kind of like mafia families within the government. Exactly. That, that operate in certain ways and shit. Right. That's what's going on now. I don't know if you paid attention to that uh with the whole leaking of uh the what are they called uh, where, where, this is the same thing with the whole kind of like the contra thing where the whole thing with uh ukraine how much they got and you know what are they running out important oh, like, information like, funnily money the way and, they money yeah. yeah it's i mean and how the u.s is kind of like doing some shady shit where of they're course. trying to get North, South Korea to put in some, uh, put it, send shipment of arms and shit like that, but they can't do it. So they're trying to do it some backdoor deal. And you know who gave up those papers? Some 21 year old kid. Yeah. And they found it on Minecraft, <laughs> you know, and it's like a bunch of stuff that was there that, said how many russians have died how many ukrainians are dead too and the and the, the russians found this out and fudged the numbers and shit. and then it had some other important information about what other countries are involved in the back channel and how the the us is kind of like doing some shady shit. it's 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 crazy and it's this 21 year old kid and they just arrested him course yeah. and he, he he went by the og and there's like this crew of i'm like how the fuck we are the og crew i'm like dude how did how did the government these kids are like man i don't know dude this is some scary time when i well it's uh it's definitely some scary times uh but what <clears throat> is not scary is the new uh mayhem loren dj mugs and Man. Man. Yeah. Um, they dropped a project which was about last week. Actually, the same day trial and error dropped. What? 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 It was uh it was cool. Did you listen to it? I listened to just one single because when they came, they were putting oh, out okay. a single. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. as far as I got. I, I, I noticed I noticed, and and this is stupid because I I released a single as well this past week, um, but I don't listen to music in single form. Mm. I don't I, I don't I'm albums only. So like if there's people dropping singles, I'm like uh, I'll just wait for the album to drop. Mm, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Know, I enjoy it that way. Uh. So, but but uh. Automatically with your guys' stuff, I go. If it's a single or something, I go to Spotify and just save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's it. it works. Like I kind of have a weird conflict, and I'll get that. I'll get that in. Uh, we'll talk about that at, at some point in time. But the the album is solid. The album is solid. Mayhem Loren does what he do. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, he's he's just talking shit. Sometimes it's clever. Sometimes it's just cool. He has a good voice. He does. And his vocabulary is very good as well. Um, you know, the some of the beats were cool. 
It was just, you know, it was typical mug stuff, you know what I mean? So uh, what did Mad Lib do in it? He probably did a couple beats. I, I, I couldn't find any of the credits, I, I, but I didn't really look either. But I, I thought it was a good project. I thought it was a good project. The real good project that I liked and I, I want to put people on is this dude named Navy Blue. Navy Blue. Navy Blue. Navy Blue has been um, releasing a lot of music for the past, like, three, four years uh kind of abstract rapping you know what i mean kind of kind of laid back rapping little you know a generic name for the beat style would be a little bit of of lo-fi quote unquote Mm. um, type of drum patterns and stuff like that but this project that he just released um i'm gonna say it's his most mature you know, good production, good song structures, like everything is like the maturity level on his project really went back. Like, and, and we're only talking about the last project that I heard from him was maybe like early last year. Mm. I mean, compared to this one right here. So if you want to go listen to something, go, go peep out the Navy Blue album. Navy Blue. Yeah, Navy Blue, Odyssey is as well. Got some good album out as well. Mm, okay. Those are, those are things to listen to. I'll, you, I'll, I'll shoot them to you. On the, yeah, sure. I listened to, you sent me one other one. Oh, I sent you that Marvin Gaye. Did you listen to that? Yeah, I listened to it. So that's a Marvin Gaye album. Uh-huh. Where he was singing like standards. Yeah, okay, yeah. You, okay, so, yeah. so he recorded that album back in like 1960-something and refused he didn't want to release it oh he didn't want to release it he was like ah uh, you know or was it 69 it might have been 69 he recorded it and he didn't want to release it he said that what's it called the album again it was called un, un, unbearable un, undeniable undeniable something like that something along those lines um so i guess that they uh vulnerable vulnerable i guess he released this album right after his uh second divorce Mm. and he did these songs because he said he always loved the old crooners yeah and he wanted to do his version of it right okay but he he i guess he would tell people that helped him record it that he didn't feel confident in it because he didn't feel that his voice his voice had that type of emotion yeah i can see that you know he was he was too laid back or yeah he didn't have the depth that a lot of those guys had i mean if you if you don't know what i'm what we're referring to we're referring to like uh bobby darren frank sinatra those type of singers you know where they're you know they're singing them back and they have some arrangement yeah uh, from a big uh a big uh some jazz standards jazz standards you know uh yeah, I was listening to it and it made me like, I, I was like, you know what, dude? I have never dived into Marvin Gaye. I think I've only listened to his greatest hits and that one he did for that movie. Yeah. No, the guy is fucking one of the, one of the, and, and the way and he was already layering his background vocals by then, right? He was always, so I guess they, I guess originally he wanted to release it on Motown and Motown denied him. Oh. Uh. And, and after that, he was like, fuck you guys, man. I'm leaving. 
So that I guess this was one of the reasons, one of many reasons why he left Motown to, to go to, I don't know what, Columbia probably. And um, then I started, I went back to listen to his very, very first album. With uh, Tammy? No, it's just some album, um, what's it called? I don't know if it's his album. I mean, not his very first album, but let me see. It's one of his earlier ones. Yeah, it's like, it, I went all the way back to his 70... I think 65. Yeah. Let me see. What's it called? And dude, he's doing that too. He's like singing like old crooner stuff. Yeah. That's what it sounds it's like jazz. I was like, oh, wait, I didn't know he did. It's called The Soulful Moods of Marvin Gaye. Oh, uh, okay. 61. Damn. Yeah. And it's a lot of, you know, sound like standards. Spotify is tricky though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. If Spotify is tricky, man, because I noticed that they do a lot of compilations and they, you know, they, they got a lot of like album collections that they call them albums mm -hmm. for the artists. So, yeah, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I, I, I have noticed that Spotify is kind of weird when it comes to their uh, discographies under artists. Yeah, you have to probably look it up and see his discography. Yeah, see but, the but, I mean, you're the Marvin Gaye is one of the he looks young though in yeah, the picture. Well, Mar so Marvin, like, Marvin Gaye is one of the best, you know, artists. Uh, we don't have too many of those in in our present day era. We definitely don't. No, uh, of that of that stature, you know. We, yeah, I can't think of it. We just we just hang on to Stevie Wonder. Like everybody protects Stevie Wonder from here on out, um, because he's pretty much one of the last. Do you hear, uh, uh, I don't know, in hip-hop news, uh, did you see that Proz is, you know, got a, going to court? For huh? what? Conspiracy. Of what? Something tampering with, with uh, uh, let me see, tampering with uh, witnesses? That's him. Yeah, it's like uh, he, he's, he's uh, charged for conspiracy, witness tampering, and failing to register as an agent of China. Pros. He doesn't live in the United States anymore, I think. I don't know, but that's some spy shit, dude. Mona <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> wow. He was an interesting character. I really liked the interview that he gave. Oh, uh, God, what was it? Was it the cipher? Uh, it been the cipher that he gave an interview for. It was a podcast I was listening to. And just the... You know, I had a brand new respect for him because you think back and I was like, you know what? He knew his pocket and he never he denied it. You know, he like, like Praz, CL Smooth. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't until I got, as I, you know, a little bit in my thirties where I started to understand that, you know, some, it wasn't all about rhymes. They come raw, yeah. raw, raw. You know, sometimes it's really just fitting in the pocket of the song and not fucking it up. Yeah. You know, and, and Praz, you know, he didn't do too bad. He did Ghetto Superstar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he didn't yeah, yeah. do too bad. And and if you if you really think about all the Fuji songs, like when he's all when he spits on the mic. More than likely, you remember some of his his lyrics. Yeah, 
because he had a very steady pattern. And he, uh huh. And, and he, he contrasts. Yes. Contrast the uh, white cleft. Clef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Lauren Hill had the 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 verbiage, right? She had right. the style, she had the raw, she had the look. So it was one of those things. And Praz was just sitting back. He was like, okay, I'm here at the party. Yeah, yeah like he kind of like he was the glue, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was just and comes to find out that's exactly what he was. He was he was the one keeping things together with that oh, trouble. Allegedly, now he's <laughs> it says right here, it says that he's in the uh He's at the center of a case in is a is a billionaire named Jay Holo who allegedly, you know, like built some Malaysia's uh, wealth fund for billions of dollars, and then uh, he got you know f did favors for celebrities and American presidents, and I guess he's involved in that shit. That's cool. Right? That's Fucking the score right there. <laughs> That's so dope. That's so dope. Dude, yeah. So he, I don't know if he um he's just being charged for conspiracy. And so I don't know if it, if he got, you know, if they found him guilty, but it's still ongoing. But that well, I mean, is crazy. He has money. He, he's going to have lawyers, you know what I mean? They got to just prove it. Right. Like tampering, but tampering could be as simple as somebody calling somebody say, "Hey, man, don't show up tomorrow." Yeah, or yeah, you could be. Uh, <laughs> it be all kinds of shit, you know. Yeah, you could just be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, it could be something as simple as that. And then that they, witness they could, could be like that. scared. Yeah, they could. That's definitely what they used against the mob a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm full blown Yellowstone, by the way. Oh yeah, I'm here, man. I'm 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 about to go. Out here to the back cowboy hat at backside of Pinal. Uh huh. See if I could wrangle me up a horse. <laughs> you know that backside of Pinal is like yeah. all farmland. I might go over there and try to take over some territory. You know, like, like what are you doing in my yard? Yeah, it's it's entertaining. For is 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 very entertaining. Very dramatic. <laughs> That's good. I started this one called Copenhagen Copenhagen Cowboy. Okay. It's weird. It's the same people who did Drive. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I see an ad for that? It's like some skinny chick uh -huh. with a bowl haircut. It's weird. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but she's like this person with powers, and they take her, she's like a, they take her to this whorehouse, yeah. and it's a family. Uh, it's run by this lady who I guess is the madam, but the older, the brother is like some kind of, um, some, oh yeah, he's like some type of model agency type of dude, but he tricks like these, like, I don't know, Bosnia. It like takes place in Eastern Europe okay. or something like that. And uh, he takes advantage of these chicks and then takes their passport and makes them prostitutes. Ooh. You know what the shit they do now? And this chick is there and she's just like weird, but they think that she has some type of music powers. Like one scene, she was like sitting there in the middle where all these like gypsy looking folks are like cutting pieces of her hair and putting it in like little envelopes and keeping them and they're all excited and she's just sitting there because some type of, uh, I don't know, they think that she's lucky. It's so, weird. So this is something I've been wanting to talk to you about to see if you've noticed the trend. Uh, have you watched ATL? Atlanta? Uh, no, not since the last season, second season. Okay. 
Very good show. It is. Yeah, it's a very good show. <clears throat> yeah. one of the, probably one of the best things that Donald Glover's ever done. Okay. Uh, now, after that show, you have uh, Dave that came out. Okay. Kind of the same premise. We're watching a a person live their small life, go through escapades, small escapades, right? Right, yeah. So it's just them following, you're following a relationship of people, and, and this person goes in. It's a very small world. Then they came up with uh, that fool. Oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh. Okay. So that's that's the Latino version. Right? Yeah. Now they have this one called uh, Bliss. Oh no, no, that one. It's the Asian version of it with the with the Glenn from uh, well, Walking Dead. Beef, you mean? Beef, yeah, 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 beef. But is that about? I thought that was about like some type of revenge story. I don't. It seems it seems like it's two people in the same style. I don't know what it's about, but aesthetically it looks the same. Oh, what, do you do you mean like it looks the same like in like visual? Yeah, like visual. Oh, okay. Like yeah, the they're probably using the same people. Uh, but I was wondering, I was wondering, did Louis C.K. start all this? Oh, yeah. Was yeah. Louis C.K. that just evolved the Seinfeld premise, right? A show about nothing, right? Like, Seinfeld had the show that mm. was a sitcom right about just following a small group of people and their weirdness right curb your enthusiasm right was another evolution of it but it almost took a documentary style to that same concept i thought the office did that no curb your enthusiasm was way before that even the british one though that i don't know but it wasn't they weren't popping jokes like Kirby enthusiasm was like I never watched any of oh, those. Oh, dude, that shit is hilarious. Yeah, people told me that before. Like even that, that shit. That you're shit. like they told me like you you're you're like more of a curb your enthusiasm person. I was like, I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. it's what is what it's it has to be up there as one of the top comedies. Um for yeah. ten, 10 seasons of being funny, dude. Right, 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 right. It's amazing. Is it like uh okay, so I'll it's watch like, it one of these days. It's like Seinfeld. I never watched that either. <laughs> you know, I never watched that either. I don't know what to tell you after that. I don't know. They're all watching the way I could I could I could understand. I could understand. But it, it it's it's all comedy. It's just different, right? Like, right, right. I I enjoy Martin. I enjoy uh um the Wayans. I enjoy uh Workaholics. Workaholics is great. You know, like all these comedy shows, they're just different and they hit they hit the funny bone different, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 you fall in love with the characters for different reasons. Right? Louis was yeah. I could see like Atlanta. Louis, I don't, I don't know about Dave. Dave is uh more of that shit is more in in the the workaholics type of comedy, you know. We're more. But it's still a small group of people, and you're centered around Dave. Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Louis, Atlanta, it's all centered around one 
mainly one character. Atlanta's kind of grown to where it's just about the 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 four friends. Right. I mean, but for the most part, it's Dave, his friend Gator. Yeah. And whatever, whoever else is involved now. Yeah, it's funny. I like it. I mean, so to me, it's like, you know, you you get a white version of of the same story. Okay. Um, There's not a problem with it. My thing is like, should we, could we, could we go back to what that Louis C.K. was originated like FX, right? Because FX came out with this show, came out with Atlanta. It had Wilfred, right? Oh, yeah, that Wilfred, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was funny. Yeah, it was. And then uh, Jim Jeffries had a funny show too. Uh, that right. was a comedian. He had his show that was hilarious for two seasons. But it's, <laughs> it's the same style. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a, a small comedy story of people getting into like, what what's the weirdest situation we could put this person in? Yeah, because sitcoms are are not, not working anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the 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 stagnant one camera is not what's popping anymore. Because right? what got popular too was that mockumentary thing, like yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec, The Office. Then yeah, that that I got kind of tired of. Uh, that Abbott Elementary is good. What's that one? It's a new one. Uh. It's about teachers in like in I think in Philly. I see dude uh, she was watching one with that Jim not Jim. Uh who's the comedian <clears throat> that was at the Oscars? Hmm. I was making fun of all the actors. The uh, guy who did Oh, uh Jicky, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. So it's a show that he did. Oh. It's a show that he did that's a little bit more serious. But it's kind of a documentary style, uh, and uh, like he comes out, like he, like I think his wife dies, and he tried to commit suicide, and, <gasps> and he failed. Okay. So now he had to survive. <laughs> now he's in this world that he's surviving, and um, all these little circumstances. Like I, I came into like three episodes of this while she was watching it, and I'm like, this shit's funny, man, and it's all a bunch of these British fucks. Just telling mm. some weird British jokes. I saw there was another one. Uh, well, it's more of a series. The the um, it was pretty decent too. Uh, it was called uh, "Damn the Outlaws." There's Christopher Walken in it and a bunch of British people. Oh shit! And it had to do with like these young cats who are certain, some young and some different. There's like there's a man who who was a. Uh, uh, his father owned his factory, but he was running the thing, but he was like a degenerate. Didn't know what, you know, just how to do business. There's this, this uh, old uh, civil rights movement leader who is like struggling with this thing that happened where a, a cop died and it was kind of her fault. And so they all do some, and this dorky dude who's like some type of, I don't know, accountant and two kids like teenagers one dude is like he's there for some gun charges and they're all serving like uh some type of uh they're doing community service basically and then they all get involved in some shit and they have to get they christopher meet, walkins in it they all meet while 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 serving their their punishment yeah and then they find there's like this 
this whole plot where this drug dealer and you think it's it ends there but it keeps going it, it, it has to do it's, it's good I, I i wasn't really into it and uh yeah it's called the yeah it's called the outlaws christopher Watkins in it and of course when he's in it i'm like yeah who peep this shit and he plays like this old degenerate gangster shit you know but like an old degenerate gambler but knows just gangster shit you know like thieves and how to like wash money and shit and he's estranged from his his daughter his british daughter and shit but yeah it, it, it was pretty good I, it's on prime yeah that was a good one what, which yeah the, there was uh there's a lot of the righteous the righteous ah oh, with that dude uh danny mcbride oh on hbo yeah that fucking show was it funny like i started the first season and i was like yeah i'm gonna keep up with this and then i totally forgot about it yeah it's great okay i'm gonna go back it's hilarious dude they have the guy from alcoholics in it adam levine i think right levy what's his name something like that yeah, yeah they're, they're a family and it has that he used the same people that co- is fucking great dude it's like they're in a way mocking these like super churches and they get into shit, but yeah, that dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'm watch it. Thank you for reminding me. Fucking go. great. Um, but other than that, so trial and error, uh, came out like a week ago. Yeah. And um, I went back and I listened to it on Spotify. I haven't listened to it in a long time. You know what I mean? So I had to walk away from it. So now I listen to it on Spotify, and I'm like. I didn't like what I was hearing. I was like, what the fuck? Why does it sound like this? It uh-huh. sounded like blown up. Blown up or? It, sounded like, it just sounded all all weird. I'm like, well, I don't, it wasn't sounding like this. When fuck? I played it, I played it because I have the CD uh-huh. and I'm listening to it in the car. Now I had the phone and when you told me that, I was like, let me go listen to it. And what I heard, the CD sounds warmer, more, uh, more the bass is out there more and in the the spotify you can still hear the bass but it doesn't sound as warm yeah but it doesn't sound bad though yeah no you uh, you worked on it forever and you know of course you're gonna hear the yeah it's fine i haven't heard the cd i'm kind of curious about that now that you say that and i'm almost like I'm almost like, man, this really, it really, it really made me snap into um, realizing that, you know, I, I think it all falls on my shoulders of the way when I was mastering it, um, maybe I wasn't paying attention to the right things when I was doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I was watching the numbers too much and oh. not listening as much as i should have but then so because like all these all these streaming sites right they crush your music okay if you push it out too if you put it out too high they they crush it they push it down right if you and if you bring it low they push it up okay okay so so, so when people listen to shit in playlists that's what they do. So they're adding their own compression of some sort. Right. So, the, you know, but what I'm learning, I've, I started paying attention to it when when I did, um, was it 21 grams or was it the one before it? It might have been the one before it. 
I started paying attention to what the final results were. When I was hearing it, the the way files that I was having, and I was listening to it on my phone, okay, I would upload it to my phone and I would hear it in my headphones and hear it in my car. And then when I heard it, when it reached the streaming sites after we uploaded it, so far I've noticed with listening to trial and error that the Bandcamp version that's uploaded is mm. the better of a better sounding of them all. Mm. Like I was able to, like I was able to tell and it sounded a little bit more just cleaner. Mm. Like, Oh, okay. This is what I heard. I don't know what I'm hearing over here, mm. but what I think it is, is that I could have been, I could have been maybe pushing a limiter too much, maybe on some of these tracks. Okay. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to that completely when I was doing it. So now I'm I'm in I'm gonna be I'm maybe a couple of months away of 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 starting it again. I just I just completed the uh in a couple of weeks we've got the uh the new one with Chill Chill the God and myself. And I listened to that. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm happy with what it sounds like. There's some songs I could still see that I'm like, uh, you know, maybe I pushed it too hard here. Uh, but I'm gonna I, I that's already uploaded. I'm gonna see how that sounds when because yeah. if it sounds blown up as well, then I'm like, I'm doing something. I'm, I I know I'm doing something wrong. Mm. Now, whether or not everybody else could tell, that's one thing or the other, but I know I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, and it's just having me. Yeah, you you're working on it, and you want it to be the best that you want it to be. Other people might not like. I was telling you when I was hearing that case, like I could hear. I was like, it doesn't sound bad, but it, it, there's definitely a difference in in the CD. To me, I, the CD sounded more warmer and more I'm curious about the CD sound. Yeah, so I was like, okay, that sounds. But it's strange that. It's strange. I don't know if people out there have any, um, you know, advice about, you know, is, is there a different way to, so do you have to master something strictly for CD versus and different for the, the so digital things? From what I'm learning, yeah. Yeah, right? So some people, some people do have that. And I think it's a little bit more of, the file formats. Mm. Okay, so for this for a CD or something that could handle the uh, most of the information, I think they still do forty four or forty eight hertz when they export it. Right. It's not hertz. I forgot what the fuck it's called. But anyways, um, but I I I I wonder if maybe we need to feed. A, a still a WAV file, but something a little bit simpler for Spotify to understand it. Mm. Well, we're uploading it to these fucking things, but I'm going to find out with this one. I'm going to pay more attention. This project that I'm working on right now, I'm hoping to have it done so I could have it ready for October, but um, I'm not going to push myself too much, but I'm going to, this is going to be the one that I'm going to be super aware of this, that I'm not going to push it to a number. I'm just going to push it till it sounds 
good enough. Okay. Because they say, hey, aim for negative 14 luffs. Aim for negative 12, negative 10. There's some music when you listen to it, it's like at negative nine. This shit's hella loud. Mm. If I listen to an evidence album and I look at the meters when I play it in Ableton and I and I, I put the meters up just to look at it as a reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. This shit's loud. hella fucking loud. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. I have to push this, the music to be that loud. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, and also you have to pick, maybe pick a different reference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing too, I, I think what I have to, I think I'm going to start either buying the music on iTunes and having it on my hard drive. Mm, right. right. Like actually buying from them that and not some rip <laughs> you know right not, right not right yeah download this shit or i can't use spotify i'm gonna just use buy a real file right and um from thing and have that as my reference like i'm gonna start building a, a digital collection of albums that i like my favorite reference now is that cypress hill the first album how that shit sounds uh the second album i think sound better yeah Fucking Black Sunday, when I listened to that shit the other day, I was like, holy sh dude, I went back and I listened to Quasimodo today, the unseen. Uh, yeah. Dude, how the fuck that guy have so many dope ass songs on dude? <laughs> why is that album not more up there? Yeah, I don't know. Dude, people I guess the the character. I don't know. It could be the character, but dude, every beat is dope. Oh yeah, dude every fuck and that's probably to, you know i could say i could say it be no uh mad villainy was tight and that came after mm -hmm. okay that came after i'm not and there's no i'm not talking down on mad lib nor nor would i ever but the quasimodo album yeah so fucking good yeah i've listened to that album i'm listening well, to it tomorrow the, well well into the 50s you know, over right. 50 times I've listened to that fucking album. I've, I I used to, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Come on, feet. All of them. Don't give All up on me. Man, that's my mailman song, dude. <laughs> but I'm doing those 12 hours, dude. I'm like, come and on, way, feet. And the way that he would, inter, you know, intertwine the sketches, break it in with the, 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 the these movie quotes and all these fucking abstract albums that he was finding i'm like dude that is some that is some wizardry yeah original lo-fi shit too it sounds so fucking good i yeah. was bumping that shit in my car hella loud i like how he does this thing with the bass dude yeah so thumpy and it, in the bass it's almost really wobbly like it's like a thermal I, uh, I think it's that subsonic uh, effect from the 404. Mm. I think the 303 had it as well. But yeah, because it sounds like uh, yeah, it's a it, real filtered ass bass. And it, yeah, like you can hear really like a good example is like the the song with Freddie Gibbs. Mm. What's it called? The first one that uh, he did with them. I don't remember. 
Oh man, I'm shit fucking ten years ago, dude. I know, dude. He <laughs> was in he was in the the Wu Tang, one of the Wu Tang uh episodes, Freddie Gibbs. I've yet to watch that show. Okay, let me tell I'm you. I'm not gonna do it. I've decided. Now you're gonna hate it. I know I will. You're gonna hate it. I don't need them to explain to me what I love. I hate that. It's it's a like okay, the first season was cool. This season, they're going into uh, each individual's individual projects of the canons, right? For example, the old Dirty Bastard one, they, you know, the the idea, what the idea was, right? Because it had like this kind of like black exploitation vibe to it. So they go into kind of like a story some black exploitation like side movie right where old dirty bastards is thing and all this other stuff and like liquid swords the the whole story behind what they were going into to make that what the jizz's brain was like it's some post-apocalyptic world and they're trying to find the abbot and you know connect all the boroughs right not well all the like i guess you know, like, you know, all the uh, people in the Wu-Tang Clan, they're all part of this kind of like gr different groups in this post-apocalyptic world, you know? And like everyone's brain, it's, it's, it's these last episodes were kind of cheesy, but, it, and then, you know, they, but they, they put it all together, how the album, like the, 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 the Raekwon and Chef, yeah. what, how they came up, that was the dopest one though, I think in, in that, that series right of these side ideas i guess uh what they envisioned because they, they saw every album like i guess like a movie yeah. you know so that's you know so but i mean i would say watch it just because you're a wu-tang fan and you know when 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 the movie first or when the show first came out i was kind of wooed out because the wu documentary came out at the same time right I was like, ah, I'm done. I'm not gonna fucking go down this path. You know, I remember. I still remember the day I realized that there's people out there that don't like Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, and 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 it it hit me like, oh shit, there is people that think that. Yeah. Weak. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy to me that that that's true. But then I think about it like. You know, you think about it like, okay, they had five good albums. That was a hell of a run. They then they like they they show you what Rizzo was doing, you know, and what everyone's there was a lot of like just people just when they got that money, dude. You know, I mean, according to the show and shit, you know, they're all like they kind of have an episode where Divine is kind of like I, that. Those stories are true though. Yeah, stories are true that that the him and the uh, divine were doing some things, but no, my thing is, is and and it's funny. Just last what was it last week or last month? I can't remember. Blueprint did an episode on on producer myths or or producer uh what 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 gets on their nerves about producers? What what makes them corny? What is it? Is this like a YouTube show? No, oh, it was on it was on this podcast, the the Super Duty. The Super oh, okay. Duty. It was an episode about producers. And okay. he brought he was he brought up the fact 
he was like why why did the rizza drop off so much mm. and and it's and it's it's something that you know kind of has always bugged me out as well because mm -hmm. dj premier still makes dope beats dj mugs still makes dope beats mm -hmm. lord uh, uh uh diamond d dj quick dr dre they still make good beats why did why did the rizza drop off so hard it's yeah. it's a little like, like bobby digital was probably the last last one yeah. yeah you know what i think i think what happened with the rizza he just started getting to the movies and doing more things like that you know and i heard him say that he doesn't he probably does a mix makes a beat once a year. So he just fell out of practice. Yeah. And so when you fall out of practice, you know Yeah. You don't hear things the same. That's you true. don't hear things the same. Or you you hear things the same, but you know, you already did it. So it's like you need to innovate. You need to innovate. You so I, I mean i i get i understand um i understand him wanting to but there's no dude there's no remnants of anything no you know there's nothing what do you mean like how he's released maybe like three or four albums in the past five years right maybe three yeah, yeah. uh all of them sucked <laughs> Yeah. all of them suck dude like really bad too yeah really fucking i think the last one i heard i was like yeah yeah dude like you called me up you're like i'm done like I'm, that's it yeah man i was like man dude pretty the dude is pretty bad let's be real it's fucking bad it's fucking bad yeah i'm like maybe he just what he needs probably is just to take his go back to from scratch it could be that you know and just because you have so much he probably has like all kinds of shit yeah and, and that's that's probably that's exactly what i was going to bring up like because that could be a hindrance yeah oh hell yeah for me that for me sometimes i'm like oh man i got i want to delete a lot of like drums and shit that i have sounds on my computer because i'm like man, or, or you probably just need to categorize them more yeah that you know and sometimes i kind of just want to be like you you know maybe i'm just gonna work on just live instruments and see what happens yeah you know and then like sample myself yeah. you know and well let's talk about sampling let's get into this beat exchange all right man this is the part of the show the beat exchange is where we give each other a sample challenge not any samples we pick some good ones uh we pick some complicated ones we pick commercials we pick uh what what else do we pick dude yeah sometimes we pick the classics sometimes we pick things that have already been sampled to get like a a different take on it you know because you know the rules if you're not familiar with the show the rules are just the sample your favorite drum kit your favorite effects and that's it manipulate it however you can uh homeboy nelson was supposed to send me one what happened my dude 
Hey, if you want to join in on this sample challenge, we're going to play the new challenges this episode. Hit us up. Make the beat. Only use the sample. You want to use your base source, get it from the sample itself. Only could add percussion elements, and you could use all the effects you want, mm-hmm. but no other instrumentation, okay? Yeah. And we do, that. we do that because, I mean, like, to ask a producer to do some time, to, yeah. to you know, to do time, it's just time. Because, yeah. I mean, you're like, you don't know, I want you to to add whatever you want. And then the producer's working on something else. And he's like, why should I do that for you guys? We want you to to join us in this journey of just stressing ourselves out with the minimal <laughs> ingredients. Exactly. And no, no dope sample choices. Like, that's what I hear. Like, oh, that sample sucks. Like, who cares, motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something about that. You know what I'm saying? I just, Iceberg Slim, one of the guys who who all who uh Oh yeah, he participates a lot. Participated. He was like, Oh, that's why the samples are like that. <laughs> I was wondering why the samples like, yeah, no, dude. Sometimes we just like let's let's see what you could do with that. Sometimes there's samples, I give you samples that I want to sample, but I can't bring myself to sample it. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, uh is, I, I is, is that weird? No, uh, it's funny because I, like I that run television into, one. Yeah, I run it. I run into some shit where it's like, I I like this song a lot. I love it. It's doing everything. I'm like, I'm gonna sample that, and I get back to sampling, and I'm like, I just want to hear the song. I don't even want to fuck with this beat. I don't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that. I think the 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 theme to the podcast is your. One of your beat challenges, one of your classic beat flips from the Mary Wells. Oh, was that? Yeah, yeah. And I remember giving you that because I sampled it when we were doing that group when we were kids. Oh, the Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I was like, I wonder what you would do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that that was from there. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey man, if you want to participate, go to uh, Make the Beat. Like we said, the rules go to rhymeslikeweight.net and you're going to see all the podcast rules right there. Um, head over, and then when you're done with that, send us an email, beatexchangepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, beatexchangepodcast at gmail.com. And let's say, hey, man, you want to call us in, you want to ask us some questions, you want to uh, give us a challenge or whatever. Yeah, we have a phone number that's open. It's 415. 415- that's the way you can get in contact with us you want to talk some shit go ahead and go on there you disagree with something you're like hey man lay off the politics like yeah dude whatever this is the most of we talked about politics in a long time actually yeah yeah, you're exactly right Um, it's like you were jerking me off dude i was like wow (laughs) this is great I get a chance to, because you know I used to, you know, go a little bit, and and, and it's, it was always fine. If it was an interesting topic, is absolutely fine. You know, yeah, we, I let your liberal wings fly, man. It's all good, dude. <laughs> My snowflake, yeah, wings. I, I let it all go. Dude. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Bud Light cans. <laughs> uh I I didn't look into it, so I can't. Oh, it's just it. a lot of these conservatives are mad because Bud Light change their can covers to like rainbow flags or some shit which you know what to me bud light was never anything light was never manly to me yo man budweiser in general is trying to make a comeback right now yeah 
I've, it's pissed. I've seen I've seen all their commercials lately, and guess what's in them? And it's all in common that was never in there before. What people of color? Oh, there you go. Hey, yeah. smart. It right? is smart to me. It's a little too little, too late. Yeah. They should have been very early on. As soon as they caught whiff of these craft beers, they yeah. should have been catering to them. Yeah, because they knew that their fucking whole audience from fucking uh uh from washington all the way over to fucking the carolinas mm-hmm. all those people turn into microbrewers yeah 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 it's a whole culture you get a beard yeah go yeast and then if you could if you're not bald you have a man bun i wonder what these conservatives are going to drink now well, I mean, they're drinking IPAs. They're drinking the shitty IPAs, but they're drinking IPAs, man. That's what they're doing. You know, there's Michelob Light. Love the Amstel. Oh, they're probably from Boston. They'll probably go to Sam Adams. It's Canadian. Oh no, they're they're too communist in Canada. I my dad brought some Michelob Lights and I drank one for the very first time. Fucking disgusting, dude. Water, ain't it? Yeah, it's fucking gross. I was like, this is gross. I I went to go buy a Guinness. Wow! Just I was like, this is this is nasty because my wife was like, oh, we tried these Korean beers, right? We were in San Jose and we went to this Korean joint, and uh, I was like, let's let's try these Korean beers. I, I ordered two, but of course they're like twenty two ounces each, and I was like, hey, you gotta back me up. I can't drink all this. I can, I can drink them all myself, but if we're gonna be around here walking, I need your help. You know, I need your help. I will. They be using malt liquor. And they oh, yeah. It's like a Pilsner. It was delicious, dude. Oh, delicious. And uh, so my wife was like, go find some because we can't drink these Michelob's. <laughs> they're fucking gross. I'll probably use them to marinate something. I don't know. Maybe they're great for that. Nah. Who knows? But we still use We still, for our chili, we use yeah. Bud Oh, so it's worse than Bud Light. I would drink a Bud Light even with the rainbow flag rather than fucking Michelob. Even if it was shaped as a a phallus. Yeah. 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 All the way. All the way. All right, let's get into this. All right, so the first, uh, this is your challenge, uh, Charlie. This is the Galactic Force Band. Yeah, I couldn't find them on Spotify, by the way. Sorry. changes after that right yeah it does changes drastically okay i'm gonna go to a minute 30. go ahead so real quick do you know anything about these ultimate breaks 
did they just take chunks out and then just made it their own song? Oh, yes. it's actually. Yes. Uh, You're right. So this is not the full actual song, maybe. Because I never, I, I always figured I was like, is this? I'd never heard bands that would play like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. Well, but this this one right here, this is a real disco song. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the version from the ultimate uh beat breaks or or the ultimate duck breaks or whatever the fuck, whichever version it was. Yeah. Um, I think they do chop it. Okay. Do I was up rocking? All right, let's see what you did with it, man. All right. Very curious about this. The, the transition, the first drums with the little fucking drum fill in the back. Yeah, this is the first time I used the everything in it. Yeah, like I took the actual drum loop and I chopped it and I played it. Nice, right? And um, I used like the second half where it's like do 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 do. I chopped that up, try and make it sound like stabs. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, there wasn't too much to There was a was lot yeah, just repeating the same over yeah. and over again. So I had to use like the obvious. Yeah, no, that that sometimes that I've noticed that when we give each other samples, I was like, there wasn't too many different changes in this song. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of one note. Yeah, uh, and it, that does make it difficult. So you almost have to, you almost have to piece together from one like traditionally, like a producer would take this song and combine other elements, right? They would take other samples or instruments and merge them together with this, which is always an amazing thing to me. I, I Like early producers, the way they used to do that a lot. Yeah. They, 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 they were able to, to blend like how Tion likes to make beats. Yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah. You know what I find now that I do these, these beat, these beat flips, sampling stuff i just sample one thing and just yeah, that's the way oh, i've always been i've never i've never uh i rarely do that 
but I know that that's what people did. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I like the way I usually make a beat, I just take one song and I completely chop, you know, and or loop or whatever. And I add, I use instruments to make. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to me, it's a little bit more. Yeah, just listen to other songs. It'll be like, oh, shit, I gotta look for that. Uh, so the next one. I forgot what I gave you. What did I give you? Any beach house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I could definitely understand. I listened to their album. And I could definitely understand why your wife fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, I feel yeah. like I should be like. On heroin? Hell <laughs> not at Gap. Oh, at I'm, Gap? Yeah, like I needed to be at Gap browsing. This oh, is, man. This is far from heroin music. Dude, they were like when they started out. What they did was like, she found an organ with you know how they used to come with its own drum machine, and the dude just played guitar, and that was it. Just that was it. And I love to me my favorite instruments. If I had to take some instruments, would be to a, a island would be guitar, organ, and maybe a vibraphone. Those like my favorite instruments. And when I heard Beach House, I was like, dude, this shit is tight. Did you listen to The Weeknd? How they sampled it? No, yeah. That's how they, he got popular with a lot of... Uh, I can definitely see because it's his tone is right. just like them. You know what I mean? Just, you know. Yeah, it's the same fucking tone. Yeah. Um. So this is what I did to it. it was hear it. It wasn't really too much there. Yeah. Wait a second.
definitely it, woke it up. It, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was one of the. It was difficult. It definitely was difficult. You definitely woke it up. I would. I, you know what I hear in it? I hear like that Cypress Hill, like that. You know that. Oh, the. Uh, that's funny. I think that's kind of like when I heard that bass. Yeah. I was like, because I was like, oh, okay, that's in there. I, I was thinking, I was trying to use her voice somehow, but I was like, I like, I So, what you got for me this week? Got you something not horrible. At least I don't think. It's using AI to help you produce better music. Cheating? Yes. Fucking but use it. <laughs> fucking Middle Eastern fucks. All right, where you at? Ready? Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna buy an organ. I think that's, that's one of my purchases. That's Argent. That's Argent. That's Argent. Hold your head up from 1970. I thought that was Wings. Uh, 1972. So I never listened to her stuff. Ah, uh, I don't think there's too much on them, dude. I'll be honest with you. Um, I went to go listen to Spirit. Remember Spirit? Kind of do. I kind of think I remember you talking about them. They're like the guys that um, Led Zeppelin stole Stairway to Heaven from. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's funny that you 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 picked something from that era. I got something for you. I'll just send it to you. Maybe I don't know if you'll be able to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me. I'm gonna find it on YouTube. It's called "Look at Your Game, Girl." Oh, <laughs> did you give this to me already? No. You sure? Yeah. It's funny. Uh, I think I might have it on my hard drive already. Really? Honest. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, <laughs> might have been early on in in me trying to make beats. Um, that I was uh when I, I remembered that he had music out and then i think you and me had a conversation talking about that yeah man he was fucking with the beach boys and i was like oh yeah okay and then the movie came out later uh time in hollywood yeah that confirmed a lot of that shit too and i'm like oh damn so i went looking for this and 
now we're gonna be here with uh <laughs> Vegas, the... I believe. Dude, they they use gay people in ads like mascots now. Like, <laughs> let's, let's 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 make our product seem happy. I know the Bud Light can. The time keeps on flying. Think you're loving, baby, and all you're doing is crying. Can you feel? Are those feelings real? Look at your game, girl. Look at your game, girl. What a mad delusion. Living in that confusion. Frustration and doubt Can you ever live without The game The sad, sad game I don't know what I'm gonna do Dude oh, Dude, that's a good song It is, Dude, I was just thinking that right now too I was like, damn, man, this shit's not bad I'm Fucking Brian, a- give him a chance You fucking asshole yeah, fuck it. That's Charles Manson for you. Those who don't know, <laughs> Charles Manson. All right, man, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be yeah. Fun. Yeah, I heard that shit. I was like, I went down a rabbit hole. I was like, I was like, yo, yeah. I wonder if he has music on Spotify. <laughs> he sure does. All right, that's right. And I was gonna sample it too, but I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. It's you know, I, I wonder why no one has covered that song. It's a good song. Like sung by Charles Manson. Dude, I would do it if I was Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, if he did it, that'd be amazing. Right? But then they'll hit him with the same thing that they try to do to uh, Netflix for making that Dahmer show. Oh, yeah? Oh, you're, so, you're, you're, you're glorifying murder, blah, 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 blah. Oh, man, I would just do that and, and have a upside-down heart on your forehead instead or some shit, you know, something like that, something okay. weird. Instead of the swastika, uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll attack these. Like we said, if you want to participate, remember take pick one, pick both, uh, or pick neither. But if you do decide on choosing one, sample it. We'll use whatever means you want. Only add drums, any type of percussion, any cymbals, hi hats, whatever. Use that. No other instrumentation. If you need to make a bass line try to like do a, a fucking high pass on a uh on one of these fucking uh frequencies and try to make your own out of the using the beat itself but that's all you could do and then go to send it to beat exchange podcast at gmail.com or cock contact cock uh contact us. <laughs> <laughs> oh what's on my mind <laughs> or contact us uh uh via uh social media we're on um instagram, instagram. You know, you know, just look for us, dude. Beat Exchange Podcast. It's not fucking difficult. And plus, a majority of the people that listen are been listening for a long time. Uh, yeah. And and to he who will not be named, <laughs> you can go to his uh uh you can go to his website, hugomonster.com. And check out his new album right there. I think he has uh, uh, new uh, uh, merchandise packages for you to look at. Yes. And uh, you can check out his action figures there as well, which are always on sale at montoys.com or whatever the hell he wants to call it now. 
uh, Charlie Chingus, head over to uh, his Bandcamp page. Look up Charlie Chingus and you'll find his beat tapes as well. It'll lead you to his early productions with us, uh, us being Hugo Monster. <gasps> I said it. Um, and me when I was known as Break of Dawn. <laughs> um, and uh, if you want to follow me, go over to at Pavo Music. Um, yeah, go over to at Pavo Music on Instagram, Twitter, uh, whatever you want, and then just hit me up. Let me know what's cracking. You're gonna see that the new single is out right now called More Alive, that's available right now. And the album is coming out May 12th, and that's gonna be having some dope ass cassettes that are supposed to be arriving this weekend. And I am so excited for that. Ooh. Oh, and also stay tuned for volume five. Volume five of the Beat Exchange compilation. That should be out this Friday, maybe. Yes. This Friday. Yeah. So for, for those who don't who are new, we take the Beat Exchange flips and we put make it put into a beat tape so you could download it off of Bandcamp. Yeah. Go get volume one, two, three, and four. And uh the Bandcamp app is getting better. Mm-hmm. Definitely getting better. They got the the offering more uh, uh, playlists. You can create your own. I think now, so it's uh, it's, they are improving. They are improving. So uh, thank you very much for everybody for tuning in. And uh, remember, delete your browser history.